Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Strops Talk with Carlos Alvarez. I want to thank you guys for following us on Instagram, and I hope you subscribe to our podcast. And once again, I hope you enjoy our first episode, Growing Up a Dodgers Fan. Growing Up a Dodgers Fan So I'm just a kid from Boyle Heights. My parents moved here from Mazatlán, Sinaloa in the early 1980s into the community of Boyle Heights in East LA. For a lot of you who know that area, it's Roosevelt and Garfield territory. Shout out to my Rough Riders. My dad worked long hours. My mom was a babysitter, earning extra money. My parents moved here at a young age, chasing the American dream, the dream of a better life and better opportunity. And within that dream, they introduced me to my first love, the game of baseball. They bought me a baseball glove. And with that, the stories began. The stories began. And those stories came from my my dad. My dad grew up a Dodgers fan. Like I said, came from Mazatlán, Sinaloa. And his idol was Fernando Valenzuela. For a lot of you who know him and who know the movement, it was Fernando Mania in the 1980s. My dad, or as he calls him, and everyone does, El Toro was the big thing at, at Dodger Stadium. It was... Let's go see El Toro. Let's see when he pitches next. That was his hero. That was his idol. What you have to understand is that I'm five five or six years old and my dad's talking about Valenzuela when all I wanted to watch was the Ninja Turtles. I'm five or six hearing him talk. Oh, what, what did El Toro do today? Oh, did he strike out 10 batters today? And I'm just there amazed. I see the that light in my dad's eyes, like his hero is is doing everything for him, for the community of LA. When it wasn't talking about, uh, when he wasn't talking about El Toro, he was talking about Tommy. You know, uh, he'll say, e- ese se anima a los jugadores. You know, what that means is that that manager, you know, he, he really builds up his players. He really knows how to get the best out of his players. And, Stories like that kept going on and on and on. As I grew older, you know, I was seven, eight. I, you know, my, my dad will talk about Guerrero. He'll talk about Ramon Martinez. He'll talk about Pedro Astacio. He continued to talk about all these players. And to me, the love for them and just the team overall continued to grow. So that love for the Dodgers continued to grow. Uh... I remember I went to my first Dodger community event. You know, back in the days, uh, now they still have some events for the community. But I went to Garcia Park. So that's right off the 5 Freeway, you know, 5 Freeway South. And it was me and my mom. We were lined up there about 7 a.m. in the morning. You know, we were excited. I was going to meet Raul Mondesi, Eric Carroll's. You know, or Tommy Lasorda, you know, but the longer you waited in line, the likelihood of you seeing a good player became shorter and shorter. You know, we got there pretty early, but there was a lot of people waiting in line. So me and mom are waiting. We finally get to the front of the line and I meet Ramon Martinez. You know, he he looks at me. He asks me, "Uh, what do you play? And I'm like, uh, 
you know, with, with the face, you know, like shocked, like, oh my God, like, that's my hero, you know, like, I just watched you a couple of days ago, shut out the Braves, uh, and I, like, my mom, like, responde, you know, <laughs> speak up, he asked you a question, and I say, second base, but I want to be a pitcher like you, you know, for a lot of you now, we know Pedro Martinez, you know, his younger brother. But for me, Ramon was the ace. Uh, we'll get into that trade, that horrible trade or whatever it was uh, when we let go of Pedro. But uh, Ramon was my everything. He was our ace. He was Latino. He was what I wanted to be in the future, you know. That's when I really wanted to be a baseball player growing up. So I wanted to be a baseball player, you know. And in that same event, you know, I, like I told you, I, I I met Ramon Martinez. And then there's Tommy. You know, uh, Tommy gave away uh, a video cassette. What, uh, VRC? Or what is it? Uh, he gave us a cassette. You know, my mom got it. It was how to play the Dodgers way. You know? And he just looked so happy, you know, uh, he was, he loved being there with everyone, you know, who was there. Uh, he hugged my mom and then we took a picture, you know, we, we all took a picture and he said, smile the Dodger way, you know, like, what is that? The Dodger way, you know? So that's when I went to that event and I felt like my heroes were there, but I really felt that without the Dodgers, you know, I didn't, I didn't have, I have anything else. You know, I, w I was a young kid, you know, I was eight years old at that time, uh, probably. And I had my friends, I had, you know, baseball there and everything, but just meeting the Dodgers really made my day and it made me feel that I was a Dodger fan but also part of the Dodger family. So I'm basically part of the Dodger family. Uh, and my love for the Dodgers is at an ultimate high. But the reality of things was that I became in love, more in love with baseball itself. You know, in the early 1990s, uh, the Dodgers had good players. They had five rookie of the years. But let's be honest, the team that dominated the 90s were the New York Yankees. Yeah, we had Carroll's, Mondesi, Piazza, Hollinsworth, Nomo. But the Yankees, the Yankees had World Series over and over again. The Dodgers will make the playoffs, lose to the Braves. And I love the Dodgers, but I also loved winning. And... The Yankees were winning. So I became more and more in love with baseball. Don't get me wrong. I'll never be a Yankees fan. I'm a Dodger fan till the day I die. But you have to appreciate the game of baseball and other teams' success to better, to better appreciate when your team has that success, as we do now. But the Yankees, to be honest... Man, 
They were the team to beat in the 90s. So the Yankees were the team to beat. Uh, I hate repeating it, but, you know, in the 90s, that's the truth. The Yankees were the team to beat. You know, we struggled. We traded away my favorite player, uh, Mike Piazza. I always say this joke, uh, you know, uh, they, they not only traded away my favorite player, but at the same time, they traded away, you know, my, my favorite food, uh, pizza. You know, uh, my mom, when Piazza would come up to play, to hit or, you know, or, or, uh, or she'll, he'll be on TV, she'll be like, oh, ahí está la, ahí está pi la pizza, ahí está el pizza. You know, uh, so it was devastating when they, when they let him go. And after that, you know, we had okay seasons. We had Gary Sheffield, you know, uh, Matt Cam, Loney, uh, Russell Martin. Before them, it was uh, Dave Roberts. So we had so much talent, but we could never, never get out of the first round or make a deep playoff run. You know, then Frank McCord bought us, bought the team uh, off a loan. You know, the stupidest loan you could possibly could give a man. You know, we had success. Uh, we all remember Manny Wood, you know, uh, steroids, everything, you know, but it was exciting with, 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 when we traded for Manny, you know, uh, it was an excitement, but yet it was like, all right, those aren't our homegrown team. So we continue to struggle. You know, we will make it to the championship series twi two years in a row. We lost to the Phillies. But after that, you know, the whole McCourt drama, they sold the team. They got a divorce. It, it was a struggle. It was a struggle to be a Dodger fan. You know, everyone was winning except the Dodgers. And then finally, there's a there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? Or there's a ray of light. You know, the sun is beaming. Uh, Guggenheim? The Guggen... What is it? I can't say that word. So they purchased the team. And the team, like I said... It's a World Series contender every year. And 2013, you know, a uh, great team. Hanley Ramirez gets hit in the ribs. There goes the season. There goes the playoffs. You know, uh, 2014, Kershaw, the greatest of all time. Great season. You know, chokes. You know, let's call it what it was. He chokes, you know, one bad inning. 2015. You know, we're playing the Mets. How can we forget to cover third base? You know, that was a great team and we lose to the Mets. You know, it went five and it's devastating. It's every year the same thing. 2016, it was honestly the Cubs year. It really was, you know, but there was still hope that we'll get over that hump. And then 2017 comes. And who popped bottles? I did. You know, we made it to the World Series. You know, we got past the National Championship Series. And we're actually favorites to win the World Series. And then Game 5 happens. And Kershaw is not the GOAT, you know? I Every year, every postseason, you know, I post, I defend... But that year, that game, 
with the four-run lead, obviously we all know the Astros were cheating and blah, blah, blah. But in that moment, like, Kershaw to me is, let's trade Kershaw. You know, let's let's get rid of him. Let's just move on. Obviously, 2018, we make it back to the World Series. That was a good team. You know, we, we made it farther than I thought we were going to make it. You know, but let's be honest. The Red Sox were the better team. You know, they, they were the better team. 2019, we have a historic season. 100 plus wins. We're on a tear. And then we lay a big fat egg against the Nationals, you know. And you keep wondering, when is it going to happen? Then 2020 hits. You know, uh, we trade for Mookie. You know, uh, I I can't speak enough about what Mookie has meant to the team, the city. But let's just get back to 2020. The year starts with the horrible loss. You know, we lose Kobe, another LA Idol. And everything just seems to stop at that moment. Then globally, we start dealing with the pandemic. You know, COVID-19, Black Lives Matter. So everything that happened in 2020 just symbolizes what the Dodgers mean to the city of LA. 2020 is what growing up a Dodgers fan is all about. The fight when faced with constant setbacks, constant failures. Remember, I'm just a kid from Boyle Heights who grew up a Dodger fan because they resemble my parents' fight. They resemble my parents' love for this city. And that's what growing up a Dodger fan is about. Being one with the city of LA and the team of LA, which is the Dodgers. Again, thank you guys for listening to our first episode, Growing Up a Dodgers Fan. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Next week, I'll be talking about the 90s Dodgers. We'll get into it with Mike Piazza, Eric Carroll's, Hideo Nomo. Again, follow our Instagram, subscribe to our podcast, and keep sharing. Thank you again from Strops Talk with Carlos Alvarez, where the only thing backwards is the name, Strops.